You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Mark remembers that, having lived with me, that uh, there was always ice cream stocked in the. Uh, oh, in, yeah. In Didn't you eat somebody's ice cream in the well, freezer? Well, I did have a rule in my house, which is if there's ice cream in the freezer, like. You better get to it first because th- that's right. just part of uh, payment. That was part of rent. Uh, if you bring ice cream <laughs> into the house, you're welcome to have it, but uh, it may not be How there. How we gonna no, pay? Right. I'm pretty sure that was an accident. How <laughs> we gonna pay? It was mystery hot Cheetos because you're like, I don't need hot Cheetos, but there was a whole bag of hot Cheetos missing. That's the one that's... I'll always remember that. That was, that was, that was not me. Was the hot Cheeto thief. Maybe that was uh, somebody else. I don't know. I had a lot of people coming to go in that house at the time. <laughs> My house for a while was like a B and B. Like I was housing different people. Yikes! Right? Well, we yeah, can, we can remember. stop that conversation. <laughs> Come in here, baby. Look, it's just stop it. All right, this is the part where she doesn't like the guilt trip. Well, don't don't force it. No, I'm not, no, I'm not forcing it. I just thought it would be an appropriate time since it's like Valentine's Day or coming up on it anyway. <laughs> And uh, it's such a, uh, a special thing that we share, Jen and I, uh, video games, ever since we got together. One of our first dates, uh, well, actually, one of our, our first trip, we went to Portland and uh, went to that, oh, what, uh, I already forgot the name of it. What's Ground it called? Control. Ground Control. Ground Control. Which is, have you heard of that, yes. Jay? Jay, we've oh, talked yes. about this with Jay, like, a lot. Oh, Jay, you used to live yeah. there, so you've been there before. Yeah, right? yeah. and oh, Ground Control is, is awesome. Have it's you, have heaven you, for gamers. Have you gone back since they remodeled it? You know what they did? No. Yeah, they, they basically uh, doubled the size of it, and now there's like a, there's like two halves. There's a red half and a blue half, and you can rent out Holy a, an entire half if you want while they still remain open on the other side. Yeah, they totally did a whole remodel. Jeez. There's cool. Uh, one of the rooms has like a War Games-like uh, monitor. Yeah. Like big. Nice. It's all like green. It looks, I think they pretty much lifted it from War Games. Uh, from but, War Games, yeah, yeah nice. Ground Control. Yeah, I know the last time I was there, it was it was just the one half of it, but it was it was still huge, even just the one half of oh, it. Oh, yeah. And two-story, right? So. You can walk upstairs and play pinball yeah, machines. two-story. Anyway, so that was one of our uh, yep. uh, first trips, and uh, that's when we both realized how much we love video games uh, and nice. each other. <laughs> but, but mostly, mostly video, games. video games, exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, even to this day, we uh, we still play. In fact, yesterday we're playing. Uh, well, one of the games we'll be talking about on this episode of the 16-bit gladiators. My name is hey. Joel. Uh, and joining us as always is Jay. Hello. Also, we've got <laughs> Joe uh, guesting again with us this week. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> and uh, once again, if you listen to last week's episode where we talked microtransactions, our special guest was Mark Zamora, and he's joining us once again. Welcome back, Mark. Woo-hoo. Hey, you. Uh, so, yes, this is our Valentine's Day episode. Uh, I'm Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And as such, uh, Joe and I have brought our uh, our better halves, our significant others, uh, to join an episode because we're talking Jay. about co-op games, games that you can play together with your loved ones and friends. Now, now, what I like to do before we get into it is, uh, since we have a couple of new guests, I always like to ask um, what your history with video games are. And uh, Jenna, since I already prompted you with this, uh, tell us a little bit about your your uh, video gaming history. How did you first start playing? Oh, shit. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, my dad was actually into video games, um, bought um, Nintendo console, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, so I started playing when I was like 10, seemed like a really long time ago, Um, (laughs) and then uh, like in my 20s got into PlayStation um, and the Wii, and just recently got into Xbox-ing. (laughs) Xbox-ing. 
Um, it sounds like where you box your ex. Yeah. Yeah. It's something different. <laughs> yeah. So played a lot from like 10 to 25, took a break to actually do adult things kind of and go to school. <sighs> And then got back in. And then met me. Yeah, and then and I ruined and then you met again. Joel. And like, yes. <laughs> all of my time is consumed with video games. You're welcome. <laughs> now, now, what kind of games do you uh, do you like most? You know all these answers, I, oh. but the listeners don't. It's <laughs> not for don't. me. I like. I like. Um, it's like, what are you doing, Joel? Writing a book? Come on. I like. I like puzzle. I like mm-hmm. platform. I like. Third person shooter. I, I do like first person now that I'm playing some of those for the first time, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure I'd be into those. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you're all over the place, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. I just don't like RPGs very much. No, no RPGs and uh, beat em ups, which we'll talk about uh, later. Yeah, m- button mashers. <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, Sarah, how about you? Give us a little, little, your history with video games. Well, I really specialized on just the one. Um, just the Super Nintendo. That was the only system we ever had. Mm -hmm. And it was really exciting when we got it. We didn't have any kind of background in that. So whenever that came out, like 92, 93, whatever that was, we got it for Christmas. And then it became my obsession (laughs) until I beat the games that it came with and the couple that I guess my mom saw at the store when she bought it. And then that was it. And I never played again. <laughs> I tried to play again when I got into college and I encountered Halo for the first time. And oh, no. I couldn't figure out the controller. I just kept walking around looking at the sky. Mm-hmm. And then I quit. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> fuck this. This is terrible. <laughs> I think a lot of people again. I think a lot of people share that kind of trajectory. Because I was, it took me a little mm-hmm. while to make the jump to the, the analog sticks. Uh, you you kind of had to rewire your brain into a different way of thinking. But uh, yeah, I hear you. So, so on yeah. Super Nintendo, when you say all of the games that came with it, you mean Super Mario World, and uh, what else did you? What else did you own that you remember? I'm so good at Super Mario World. Are you so good? <laughs> really, to this day, I can beat Joe easily. What? On top of that, we had F Zero. <laughs> oh, oh, F Zero <laughs> can suck a. Can I say it? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> can I say it? <laughs> <laughs> Will you edit me out if I say it? I hate F Zero. You it do? was not great. I mean, we may have to so we may hard. have to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, you're one like of those. Oh, okay. F Zero is fantastic. <laughs> you can actually mm-hmm. play that. Game. I don't know about that. I don't know about if if it's fantastic. It's it's a little rough. It's, I mean, it's a bit of a rough game for what okay, it the is. original one. Yes, the original one. The absolutely. original F Zero and the original Mario Kart are yes. both kind of tr- to come back to them like is really tragic I, like yes you wonder how you got so much enjoyment out of it because they've come such a long way i don't know man i uh f-zero i can still play to this day whereas mario kart you're right that first one uh is rough but it is yeah. a co-op game and uh yeah one of uh one of the oldest that i can remember playing uh i guess they would call them couch co-ops nowadays where you're actually mm-hmm. physically in the room with uh, at least one other person uh, the downside being, of course, that it wasn't until Mario's Kart 64 that they added the four-player option, oh. uh, obviously, because it didn't have four controller the, ports. The original, uh, the original did have the four-player option. You just had to get the the box uh, that allowed you to have additional controllers. Yeah, the multi-tap. Did the anybody multi-tap. have that? I had one. Did you? I was going to say, I never had one, but I, I did know, um, I think, yeah, I think I remember Joe having one, and I, I, uh, my friend uh, Aaron used to have one. 
I had the multi-tap for one specific reason. I owned this uh, SNES port of the Lord of the Rings game. Oh. <laughs> and you could, if you t- if you plugged in the multi-tap, you could have up to four people playing the game together. Um, and Jay and I, <laughs> Jay and I played that game quite a bit. It, it, oh, it, yes. It was the, it was one of those, oh, like, all-night marathon games, too, that we, we kept picking it up and playing it. And then finally, like one weekend, we just we buckled in, just like went to town on this game, and, <laughs> no, and finally finally beat it. And it was like, whoa, what a slug this game was! But it wasn't without some fun. There was a lot of fun to be had, mostly with Jay getting like just, just like a hobbit. Jay would get sidetracked by like flowers on the road. <laughs> like, is that like a gauntlet clone or what was that? Yeah, it wasn't. It really, it wasn't. It, it was, was kind of a. It was probably closer, like maybe like a Lufia, maybe. I don't know. I don't know because it wasn't turn based though. It was still yeah. Kind of, no, it was. It was. It was definitely it was an action action-y. RPG. Hmm. The, yeah. thing about, the thing about the game was that like you could be any of the characters and like they could die on the journey mm-hmm. but if frodo or aragorn died the game was immediately over well, yeah. even if you had even if you had the entire fellowship uh and keeping them alive was a hell of a feat like because the ai was stupid in this game so dumb <laughs> i'm surprised but legolas Warner. wasn't one of the yeah ones the essentials that die like mvp that's yeah weird. so that anyway. was that's funny because ta- bringing up the multi-tap that that was one of the early like co-op games that i found myself really obsessed with and it happened to kind of overlap with because jay was a part of that experience i have a question about co-op so this is gonna sound stupid but i was thinking about mario kart and adding it to my list before this this session but um but yeah but i didn't realize co-op also included like when you're playing against each other like i thought cooperative like you're playing toward a common goal Mm. yeah and that's yeah yeah, that was that's kind of what i limited my games to as well because there's a lot of a lot of versus yeah. things that I probably could have picked. Yeah, but I've, I'm focusing mostly on cooperative gameplay. I, I think that's I think that's yeah. a good call. I think uh, in, in the spirit of Valentine's Day and uh, coming together, we should kind of limit the games uh, that aren't like fighting games because we could just do a whole episode on fighting games. Maybe we right, will do right. a whole episode on fighting games. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for now, that's that's a that's a great distinction to make. Maybe that like co-op, <laughs> you you want to cooperate. In your game, uh, although I guess that would exclude Mario Kart, then wouldn't it? Because that's uh, what I just... yeah, unless yeah, that's what she that unless... was the point she was making. Sorry, <laughs> Thanks, unless Joe. it was Mario Kart, <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash on the GameCube. No was one it... talks about Mario Kart Double, Double Dash, Dash on the no GameCube. That oh, that's right. Where uh, it was like two players per cart, and you can mm-hmm. switch. One person yep. could drive, and the other person would throw do items. The, do the items, which yep. I guess they abandoned because they figured out that humans are capable of doing both tasks. Simultaneously, <laughs> it was not a co-op requirement. Um, uh-huh. All right, well, uh, good. I'm glad we've got our Mario Kart talk out of the way because no more versus co-op games. Uh, we're only <laughs> doing co-op games where we get to play together. Uh, and uh, you know what? I'm going to pass the baton to uh, one of our lovely guests to kick things off. Who's got a game on their list um, that they enjoy playing co-op? Baby. Um, okay, so that I, I enjoy because I've got a few that are annoying to play with you. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> by all means, let's start there because I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. So 
Our first co-op game ever was also in Ground Control, and it was Ninja Turtles, and he was so obnoxiously alpha in that <laughs> game. Like, he has to dominate everything and kill everyone, and I can't even see myself, because he's, like, literally over me the whole time. And then I'm like, hey, why don't we come up with a strategy? Like, you take the front of the screen, I'll take the back of the screen. It doesn't work. He just takes the entire screen all the time. It's called helping. I'm, I'm being cooperative by helping you out. If there's enemies on the screen that need to be beat up, that are beating my wife up? You bet your ass I'm going to We come legit there. had, like, our first, like, mini argument over a video game that night. And we were like, over. We were, maybe we should just chill for a bit. Because, like, let's, oh, go to no. the, let's go to the bar and get a drink. Because it was Well, bad. now I feel really bad about what I left you on. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Thanks, by the way, for the miniature TMNT yeah, yeah. arcade game for yeah. my birthday, Joe. It went over swimmingly. It's, it's been a few years, so I'm, I'm, I'm just a tad bit bitter. No, we, so. We've played it since then on uh, emulation and, uh, of course, the Super Nintendo sequel. Um, and I, I, You're coming around. Well, and, and most recently... With the Scott Pilgrim versus the World game that got re-released on Switch, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that's basically mm-hmm. just a beat 'em up, and uh, yep. we've been we've been playing our way through. Rules that. were set ahead of time. Let's just say that <laughs> we, we <laughs> that is on your yeah. side. We we do that's keep boundaries. So yeah. So. Jay and I Jay and I were playing some uh, State of Decay this past weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> you know, at, at some point Sarah turned to me and she's like, "Hey, uh, this slaughter of zombies in front of our children." <laughs> Might not be the best idea. Maybe, <laughs> maybe throw something else on. So I got Jay to pick up Scott Pilgrim, oh. and uh, and we played through the first level uh, yeah. together. And it was it's fun. It's a lot of River City Ransom kind of uh, yeah. influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to. I was giving him like the the pointers. I'm like, if you see stars in the background, you can go through those doors. Yeah, we figured uh, that out there's, too. There's always a hidden door there. You want to collect money. A lot of smart players will play through the first level about a dozen times and like bank up. Uh, a lot of money and buy a bunch of like power ups early in the game to level up so that way they can get on uh get on some of the harder levels later uh but that that was a fun deal so yeah no the 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 beat em ups like Scott Pilgrim and Ninja Turtles uh, like I, I I can understand the frustration but yes I mean those are classic uh, I think on just about anybody's list. It's just a free for all, especially when you get four players in the arcade mm-hmm. playing that, and like mm-hmm. it, because it quadruples the number of enemies that are on screen that every, when you add another player. Um, it's so nuts too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Jen, if you think playing with me just uh, mono y mono mono y womano. Um, yeah, you should imagine it with four players and uh, mono doesn't mean man. <laughs> it means it means hand to hand, doesn't it? it means and somehow it's it it felt pejorative. It felt like I was uh, being misogynistic. Mono, mono. <laughs> You're right. I'm so sensitive to it nowadays. I just I unnecessarily corrected myself. Yeah, that six player uh, X Men game. You ever see that in arcades? Oh, absolutely. Mm. That had like the mm-hmm. double monitor that, where they used like a mirror to project I think it up. We even, bro, that was a triple monitor. The X Men yes. one was a triple. Yes. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I remember playing time. that a lot at David Buster's. Yeah. That uh, got a lot of my quarters back in the day as well. And yeah. the, I mean, and of course, the precursor to those was, was Gauntlet. Games like mm-hmm. Gauntlet and, you know, where you pick the different characters and it was that top down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was the, uh, that one, I think originated and kind of perfected the formula of just throw quarters in to yes. keep on playing. Yeah. Uh, Cause you, you threw quarters in not to just keep playing, but to get more health, it would say to get more health, throw more quarters in. And like, that's yeah, diabolical. Yeah. 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 Yeah, talk about microtransactions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one was on my list too, Joe, because uh yeah, that was just it's just frantic 
I was going to say button mashing, but you don't even have to mash the button. You can literally like hold the button. Just hold it down. And continuously yep. fire and uh, just overwhelmed by enemies. And yeah, it's the, it's quite a rush having four people mm-hmm. playing that game and just being bombarded from all sides. Uh, as long as we're on arcade, before we get off arcade, uh, I, I got to mention Smash TV as another yep. uh, classic oh, co-op oh, as yeah. well. Another game that just threw a ton of enemies at you uh, and had that cool dual joystick uh, control mm-hmm. scheme. No buttons on that one. Just two joysticks. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pumped I a see lot of... you have Time Crisis on there too. That was on my list because that was the the palate cleanser that night when um, he pissed me off. And then we we played Time Crisis at the end of the night, and I was like, okay, I like this because like he can't run me over. It. Yeah. I no... mean, he could. But... <laughs> you had your own people to shoot. Yeah. It actually does do that, doesn't it? At some points in Time Crisis, because yeah. it's a you're you're playing with a with a gun. Uh, it'll split you off where she takes the left side and the other yeah. guy takes the right side. And, uh, yeah, you don't you don't have to worry about shooting each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of time crisis, uh, Joe, you and Jay played something similar, right? Yeah. Uh, we used to play. What, what was the first system that we played it on? Was it was it PS2 it was, that we first played it, it on? PS2, yeah. I think we played it on PS2 first and then GameCube with the GameCube second one. the sequel. Yeah. And yeah. We it, it was just I think we got the game for free when I was working in the at radio in no. the, at the radio station. No. Well, what game are you talking about? We're talking about Time Splitters, uh, and it was it was this cool like, and I think Jay described it off chat. Uh, it was kind of like Goldeneye, but it was kind of a two player deal. Um, the first one was a little more, it was a little bit more driven by the narrative, while the second one was kind of a little weaker on the narrative, but a lot of diversity when it came to like the levels and how you used co-op to get through them but man there were i mean this was our well, we were probably in what 22 23 uh when when that game came out and we were just like yeah. we would spend all night like just smoking like, weed and playing time splitters <laughs> like back in high school days just up all night until the dawn comes up it's like holy crap how we stayed up this late yeah <laughs> Um, but it was it was great, man. Yeah, it, it's so much fun. Yeah, there's uh, actually a, a fan remake that's in the works. I think it's called Time Splitters Rewind, and they're basically um, rebuilding the entire game on uh, one of the newer, more updated engines. Nice. It's called. That's Tenet. great. It's called what? Tenant. It's called Tenant. <laughs> Tenant. <laughs> it no, was Time Splitter re- like, Rewind. Get it? Oh, the I get it. The art design. The art design of that game was so cool, so unique. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was definitely, it was definitely very stylish, but yeah, like there was nothing, it wasn't, a, I would never put it on my list of like favorite games or top games of no. any year, no. but it was just one of the most fun co-op experiences. Yeah. Who, who made that one? Was Sega make that one? Oh, uh, I don't even remember. It was the, the developers was Free Radical. They, they were actually part of the original team that did the GoldenEye 007 on N64, mm. uh, for, for Rare. I guess when they when they lost the 007 license uh-huh. and they split off from Nintendo, they became Free Radical, and that's that's when they started developing their own properties. But they kind of stayed in the same lane for what they were doing as far as the first person shooters. Hey man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. right. Yeah. We've talked. No, I was just gonna say we we've talked a lot, specifically Jay and I, about like these games that we played, like Time Splitters and Lord of the Rings, and and I just kind of wanted to point out like. Some of the best co-op experiences were it had nothing to do with two player games. Like some of the best was just like when you could just kind of settle in. And this happened a lot with Jay and I, where Jay would be playing like 
you know, uh, it's a Zelda game, and I'd pull out the Nintendo Power and just be like navigating yeah. him through stuff Somebody's or whatever. Driving. Mm-hmm. Somebody's driving. Yeah, checking the like, map. Yes. Like those were some of the most fun nights of just like figuring it out, like together working as a team to figure out some like bigger thing. Right. Uh, like that's it was fun to play. Obviously, it was fun to have a controller in hand and play, but. You know, I think a lot of gamers would probably agree that like some of the best co-op experiences when was when they were working together on a single player game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jenna and I played the uh, entirety of Breath of the Wild that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, yes. Mark. Mark, I feel like we've been leaving you out. Uh, <laughs> move What's on to you. What's a Super Nintendo? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. As the thirty-something uh, on the show, uh, let's let's talk about little co-op games. What what's the what are some of the ones that are near and dear to your heart? Um, well, so me and my girlfriend, we are like you guys, we kind of play video games together and it started off with us like just cause we met in college. So we were bored just like playing like free online games like pool and, yeah. and poker and go fish. And then one day we're like, you know, we feel like hitting things with swords, you know, it was probably like finals <laughs> or something like that. Um, so we, we, um, started playing Minecraft together. Oh and- shit. Nice. Minecraft is a really good co-op game, especially yeah. for a significant other or a really close friend, because you kind of just like build this world together. And if you feel like it, you can go fight some monsters or you can farm some wheat, you know, and, and it's almost like playing with Legos together in this interactive world. And I think that that was exactly. like a really awesome co-op experience that we shared. Yeah, I, I keep trying to get Joe into that game, and I nope. keep going with the Lego angle. Like, dude, nope. it's just virtual Legos. You, you like, love Legos. Come on. Come with an instruction manual that shows me how to make what I want to make. Because I love Legos, but if you give me Legos... I, here's the thing. If you give me physical Legos on my own, I'll come up with a, some cool things that I'll build. But if you put me in that virtual environment, it feels way too overwhelming. I'm, yeah. I'm just... Like I, I, I'm like a deer in headlights. I'm like, where do I even start? You need structure, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a child. That's funny because like that's like one of the most appealing things to me. And I, honestly, one of the games that I wish I could play for the first time again is Minecraft. Because the first time I played Minecraft was with my best friend who lived in Maryland. And I think that that's another key thing right now, especially during the pandemic, is like um, finding those games to play with your friends. So you can have that time to hang out. But mm-hmm. playing Minecraft for the first time, no instructions, no nothing is an insane experience. I mean, even if you know a little bit about the game, there's nothing like Minecraft for the first time because you're just thrown into a world and things are killing you and it's insanity. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, Sarah, since this is a a co-op episode, are there uh, games that you and Joe have played together, maybe, perhaps? Well, there are. (laughs) There's one in particular that we just bought. Oh. That we played last weekend. (laughs) It's really exciting. Mm-hmm. It's Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy oh, right. <laughs> on the same game. Wow. It is really, it's like all the fun of like the 630 wheel. Mm-hmm. Like James will even like walk up to the television and clap <laughs> when the game claps. This is true. It's, That's awesome. it's, it's great. adorable. Yeah. Does, does Harper try um, to turn the letters? In Wheel of Fortune as well. <laughs> it's really fun. It's slower, slower than the real thing. But... Yeah, a little bit. Well, good, yeah. I can't Sarah I can't kicked my it. ass both games that we played. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. She she annihilated me. The first two games of Wheel of Fortune that we played. I, I redeemed myself playing Jeopardy, but it was just like us playing together against the computer. But, yeah, no, it, on Wheel of Fortune, she annihilated me. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that's a whole category in itself, like, board games that have been adapted to video games like i'm you know monopoly and clue mm-hmm. like 
are they real original video games? No, but they're video game adaptations that I don't need yeah. to whip out the board and all the little pieces and step on them. Right. Uh, you can just and play they, right there. They usually do. Yeah, and they usually do like like fun little things like the Monopoly. Just uh, I know on that one, it, it's you, you're kind of at the piece level on the board, mm-hmm. and when you like say build a hotel or whatever, it actually does like a little animation of building the hotel. That's right. And, yeah. And does little things like when you get sent to jail, it does the the red and blue lights. They put you in the building, <laughs> yes. yeah, and put you down in a little jail cell. I think the the, the cool thing about that is, and uh, and Sarah just said she was like, I think that's a version of Monopoly we'd like, uh, mm-hmm. and and I think she's right uh, for a couple of reasons. One, like we have a bunch of board games, and I probably have like three, four versions of Monopoly. Uh, yep, and same. The cool thing about this video game Monopoly is that there are several boards that are available. Like you can switch out mm-hmm. the kinds of boards that you play. So that's already a, a, a space saver right there. Like yeah. you're, you're, you can eliminate the, the, you know, save some shelf space for some other stuff. Uh, and so you can play it on the video game. Um, but yeah, some of the, some of the presentations are pretty good. Uh, but getting back to the, the wheel of fortune jeopardy one, uh, wheel of fortune has a cool feel. Like it makes you feel like you're watching the show. Jeopardy, not so much. Like it's just basically the board. You don't get to see the host. You don't get to see players. What you just you just see the board. What Where, is no, Jeopardy without oh, Alex wow. Trebek? Well, right? I mean, we're gonna find well, out. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Sarah and I played a lot of uh, Pokemon Go together. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, is that a co-op game? Uh, I you, mean, you it could can be. Kind of, yeah, you yeah. could play cooperative if, like, you're on the same team. Like, because you pick. Uh, amongst like I guess three different like designations you could be team this that or whatever uh, and we had picked the same team and we would take uh, gyms we would we would drive around in fact we drove around with Jay I can't yep. remember if it was before Harper was born <laughs> or it was, or it was, it was right after yeah watching Harper at the apartment so yeah. we could drive around at like 10 o'clock at night with Jay <laughs> yes <laughs> Pokemon going. And we would go we went Pokemon hunting and then we'd go to like different gyms and we would work together so that way our teams would take the gyms oh, that's funny yeah yeah uh, and y'all yeah. were team instinct right uh no i don't believe so we were red and red was the of best of course you were valor, <laughs> what, what was what was red is that team valor that's right valor yeah 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 wait what does that mean of course you were <laughs> you seem like the type red red team were like the kind of people who would drive around at 10 at night and take over gym. <laughs> <laughs> we, we picked it because it was the prettiest we were like, I like red. Uh, that's funny all right. Uh, well, I feel like we've heard at least one pick from uh, everybody, except for Jay. Jay, uh, what do you have on your top co-op games list? Um, on my top, I would say the Lego games. Oh, yes. A good call. Good call. Very basically, good. take your pick of which one. Yeah, they're all the same. Because they're all the same, and they're all great. Uh, they're not all the same, but yeah. Well, I, okay, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously, the Star Wars are the best ones. Star Wars and Lego Batman were the yeah. best of of yeah. the of the series. Harry Potter came in a close uh, third. Yeah. Oh, I like the Harry Potter ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and the I'm, cool thing about them is that there's kind of a theme for everybody. So that's a really good. Yes. Pick. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they're they're simple for anybody to pick up. So old or young, if people aren't real experienced with games. They don't have a whole lot of uh complicated controls to learn and it's pretty much just 
press a button and then pick up blocks when something explodes. You can't lose. Like there's yeah. no there's no dying. You can't yeah. lose. Oh, you really? just keep playing. Oh. Yeah. It's yep. and it's a great like Jay said, it's a great mechanic because it, it makes it inclusive for young players as well as experienced well, ones. Well, it is Legos, so you would have to, yeah. right? You can't have an right? like an R rated super graphic <laughs> Lego game. Not, not an R rated <laughs> game, but a game that like gives you just um, lives and then like game over. A challenge. Like there's there's no game over, which is awesome. It it yeah. keeps you interested in playing it. Mm-hmm. Jay, yeah. do you, do you have yeah. a favorite Lego game? Is it Star Wars? Would you say? Um, I would say yeah. I'm probably I'm probably about like with Joe. Either the either Star Wars or the Harry Potter were probably my favorites. Yeah. Um, and it, it's mainly because as far as the 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 superhero ones, like I love the superheroes. I love I love the comics and the, and watching the movies and mm. stuff that are coming out now. But I never quite got into that as much as you know like i know joe has but uh the the lord of the rings one yeah. actually i like it but it's weird because they use the the isn't that the weird? movie yeah the, the movie audio. voices and stuff I, I kind of like it it's almost like a drunk history version of lord it, of the rings is, yes. because they're yeah, using uh, jen it. if you haven't played this they're using like the audio clips from the lord of the rings movies but they're all in, like the lego characters that are acting them out and a lot of yeah. times they'll like add in like pratfalls and funny things that uh-huh. weren't uh, the way they were intended in the movie. Right. right I think yeah. that's where it went downhill for me though. Cause yeah. with Le- Lego Lord of the Rings was, I think the first one where they like really, they had voice acting throughout all the like interstitial videos and stuff. It's a lot. Like the original star Wars um, and the Batman ones, I think the Batman ones were all like, they were nonverbal. It was just like yeah. the characters would have to like they they were so funny, but they it was all physical humor, right. and they had to like they would mime whatever they were communicating. It was very clever, and then eventually, once they opened the door to voice acting, they stopped being as engaging for me. Mm-hmm. They they weren't quite as fun. I was like, oh man, like the the unique storytelling to the Lego games really took a hit, in my opinion, oh. uh, as we kind of moved on. No, that's a good point. I think the yeah. Lego ones were the first. That was the or the Lord of the Rings one was the first one where they had like the movie clips, right? Mm-hmm. And they they're evolving. So there's a Star Wars one coming out later this year where they actually re-recorded the movie dialogue yeah. with new actors, ah. and so they can do more oh, wow. of their own original take on it. And mm-hmm. even the Star Wars one before, um, which was Lego: The Force Awakens, the Force Awakens, they got their original cast to record new dialogue. So wow. They actually, there's a really great side mission with Han Solo, and they got Harrison Ford to do what? the voiceover. <laughs> it's oh, insane. Wow. And wow. the mission is about getting Chewbacca his Wookiee cookies. So if you ever <laughs> want to hear Harrison Ford say that, Talk it's worth it for the price alone. <laughs> yeah. I played through that. That's right. Awesome. I want to hear Aragorn say, Legolas, what do your Lego eyes see? Oh! <laughs> Stupid. Zinger. Uh, that's funny. I'm wondering then why they couldn't get the cast of Star wars to do that lego holiday special like they had a bunch of sound alikes oh, uh, if you've seen well, it yeah. so for the new one that's coming out later this year it's all going to be the sound alike cast so i think yeah. they're just i don't know i know who was it kelly marie tran and and was it she's oscar available isaac? yeah oscar isaac was in the holiday special too i think no he so was the one who wasn't like, uh, oh what was well, he? What am know, I wrong? Carrie and Carrie Fisher's gone, so she can't voice a Lego character. No, no. Yeah. Uh, here, here I am thinking of the seventies no, holiday special. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> different holiday special. <laughs> the be- this one's actually good and watchable. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, all right. Uh, well, I think we. Oh, oh, Joe. I think we're time to move on to you then. Uh, what's on your list of co-op games? That oh man, I, th- I thought that. Well, I I know I talked about the Lord of the Rings game earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I I because I grew up with an older sister. Uh, you know, my father was kind of conscious of always trying to get us games that we could play together. Oh, it's good uh, parenting. Un- un- until she kind of discovered boys and like stopped playing games with her little brother mm. but like i grew up with like contra jackal on the on the nes like all the all the classic uh co-op games even games like we talked about this game already before gyromite um yes. we had figured out a way to kind of play co-op with that one too uh it was this game capcom put out these great beat-em-ups uh that that i loved playing with friends it was called knights of the round that's the round oh yeah it was like king arthur and like as you're playing you're leveling up and so you start off and you're wearing like just you know kind of regular cloth armor or whatever or chain mail and then like as you keep getting leveled up like your armor gets bigger and like crazy and like characters end up looking ridiculous but they're like so op by the time you get to the end of the game uh but that was a really fun one uh i I've played a lot of. I think my my co-op experience lays almost exclusively in in beat 'em ups. Uh, yeah, me and too. So, yeah, yeah. So That's far, awesome. we've been talking about uh, kind of couch co-op games, games that we play literally with somebody sitting next to you or near you, standing. Um, anybody have any online games on their uh, on their list? Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a few, but just kind of going back to the couch co-op just for a second. Okay. Steam actually has a thing and i think uh playstation has it as well where you can play co-op games across the internet like couch co-op explain because i'm having trouble wrapping my mind around that okay so the way that steam does it is called remote play together and it, it's basically one person hosts the game mm-hmm. so that it, it's like a, it's almost like you're streaming the game to another person okay like they don't have to own the game, they don't have to do anything. They just you you invite them to play, and they get the little invite that pops up, mm-hmm. and they hit their controller and say, "Yep, I'll accept the invite." Oh, nice! And you can just start playing like like you're sitting next to each other on the couch. But you're still like in your own home <laughs> on your own TV. Yeah, yeah, you're still own. still yeah. in your own home. Yeah, of course. Um, and yeah, they've they've got a, a whole like section on their store, well, on the library, I guess uh, that has all these games that are, are optimized for the remote play together. Nice. So it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty great to, and it's something that they, they put out with this whole, with, you know, with the pandemic going on because uh-huh. so many people can't get together to play games. And mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to just sit down and, and play a normal online. Mm-hmm. You want to play something that you, you know, just can have fun together as as a as a couch co op. Now, thing. do they have an option where you can kind of uh, live stream uh, your webcam so you can still like see each other while you're playing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they do. I could be into that because that's part of the appeal of like co op games. Uh, Absolutely. It's, it's, even just hearing the voice isn't enough. It's being able to like see the person and share yeah, the experience. Yeah. And uh, man, I, I I love video games so much. I can't imagine a world of video games without co-op like it would be such a uh, a diminished experience if we all just had these uh, uh one player games to experience right. on our own right all right uh what were we talking about we we're talking about online games oh oh uh, yeah, yeah so i took it back uh online games anybody i know we've been talking co-op yeah. couch co-op you've got one jay yeah yeah so um borderlands oh all yes all three well i guess all four of them technically 
the Joe actually had got me into the first Borderlands mm-hmm. years ago. And I think we played a little bit, not very much together on that we, one. Uh, yeah. Cause he was on Xbox and I was on PC. So we never could play together. Yeah, like the Montagues and the uh, Capulets. Right. Right. <laughs> That's exactly. <it. laughs> but yeah, when, when the, when the second one came out, it was much more geared towards a multiplayer experience where the first one could be enjoyed as a, as a single player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been, I've been trying to get, to get Joe to, to play. Cause yeah. I've, I've got, I've got a couple other friends of mine that they're obsessed with borderlands too. And it's like, get Joe to come and join us. Cause this is, it's a, it's a fun time to have. See, there's going to be a problem with that, man, because I've got a friend who ended up getting a job at Gearbox and had always said, like, you know, I'm going to get you in here. We're going to get you doing some voice work for one of the characters. And I'm no. like, oh, yeah, you know, I can't wait. I'm going to be a voice in Borderlands. And, like, radio silence. Nothing. <laughs> like, they have used a whole bunch of other people in the local community to do voices for the game, and I'm still sitting here waiting for my call. So I'm like, uh, no, I'm a, I'm a little butthurt now. What did you do, I'm not, not going to support your titles. What Can did you I do? rub salt in your wound really quick? So oh, one, <laughs> one of my friends is a writer on the Borderlands series, and he actually wrote me and Tiff, my girlfriend, into one of the side quests. So oh, nice. Quests oh, nice. Quests story characters which is i think is pretty cool dude that's awesome, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, even even more of a reason i'm not gonna play <laughs> <laughs> anybody else have likenesses of them in uh, video games anybody joe no uh no? yeah max Payne 3 that's right yeah, did some yeah voice work right. for that. I, I did some voice work for oh, max, max Payne 3 cool. yeah it was like assorted grunts and uh, phrases the, the right fla- the, the, the flashback stuff in new york yeah when he's in the bar and they start making their way out uh outside uh, there's there's a, a few points where you can hear me. And I'm like, you know, when that son of a bitch comes outside, I want you to start shooting. Like it's it's, awesome. it's a bunch of stuff like That's that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a fun <laughs> deal. Um, but online games, uh, Jay and I mm-hmm. used to play Final Fantasy online together. Mm, that's um, right. We we yeah, spent <laughs> we spent <laughs> we we spent 24 hours straight playing that game yep. just to get chocobos before yep. our free trial was up. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that was nice. ridiculous. Yeah. And it was it was it was a, a ridiculous quest to get the chocobos because you had to go to all these different places. You had to do several different things that took hours on end to do it. Because but you Jane, the just, only like... reason it took hours is because you sat there watching the entire like all the video interstitial like every <laughs> Hey, I need a story. Come on. It's part of the experience. I would be like I'm like, just skip it, skip it. It's two o'clock in the morning. Jay, skip it. Let's go. That's what he, like, you done. He's like, almost. I'm still watching the video. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna's dad. It's funny. Uh, we were uh, at her parents' house over uh, Christmas, and uh, we had recommended her dad play uh, Last of Us Two. Actually, it was the first one uh, that we recommended. Mm-hmm. He played that, and then when the second one came out, I think he downloaded that on his own, right, and yeah. was playing it. And uh, we we've been talking to him like, oh man, we it took us so long to get through that game because of all the Mark shaking his head, you know what? Just how uh, emotionally draining it is. Like we'd have to step away from it. And uh, he skips all the cutscenes, so he like <laughs> he blew through it. And I'm like, wow, why didn't we do that? We could have spared ourselves the heartache <laughs> of Last so of Us Two. We've talked about this before. Like as you know, in my 20s, even in my early 30s, I had all the patience in the world. Yeah. For like these these cutscenes and like the story, like reading every book, like in a Final Fantasy game or Resident oh, yeah. Evil, 
whenever I came across a book or a document, I read everything. And I was like, oh, man, talk to every person in every village. Now I just I need everyone to shut up so that way I can get through this gate. Like, why are you talking to me so much? I, I've got to get my kid up in two two minutes. I've got to get them up. Let's just get through this. Yeah, there's lower overload these days. Yeah, yes, that's true. Just because of the 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 need to make games so much longer because everybody that's has true. that that yeah. cost per hour. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. You've never done any online gaming, Joel? Uh, I mean, I I played some Mario Kart online uh, mm-hmm. with nameless, faceless people in Korea, presumably. But uh, I, I call me old school. But I, I like primarily like single player games that I can play with my lovely wife. Uh, we just hand off the controller. Uh, or yeah, I prefer my co-op games, uh, to be IRL as they say. Uh, and he, uh, one that we've been playing recently that, uh, you can play online, but we've chosen to do the couch co-op is, uh, a sequel to a game that we just played a couple of weeks ago for the first time, the original portal. And, uh, we beat that yes. in a weekend and now we are on to portal two and specifically fired up the co-op version last night. Uh, so we could talk about it on this podcast and man, it's almost better than the original. Fucking incredible, yeah. And and it's it's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, it's great with uh, somebody who is at kind of like your same skill level. So we were passing the controller back and forth during Portal One, so we're both familiar with the techniques and using momentum and all that stuff. And now it it's literally like I feel like we've been training for this day since mm-hmm. since then, where uh, we can each get our own little portal gun and help each other out, and uh, we got the controls down. And man, it was once we finally were able to sign in with two accounts, which fucking Microsoft, by the way, it took 45 minutes last night because Jenna oh had to God. set up her own profile and I have to import it. Well, oh it's through the Xbox 360 sim, uh, emulator. So it's like it wasn't recognizing it and have to read it. It fucking took forever, but it was worth the wait. Uh, Portal 2 co-op is uh, glorious. And uh, mm-hmm. yes, thanks for the recommendation, guys. Nice. So good. Yeah, yeah so I'm going to yeah. leave now and go play some more without. No, you cannot. <laughs> you, you literally cannot <laughs> progress without me. I want to talk about it. I want to play story, it. The story just gets so much better in the second one. And it's yes. it, the the characters, just how they flesh everything out. The Stephen Merchant character. Oh, Wheatley is, is awesome. Like, I hope Wheatley's <laughs> coming back soon because we're only on chapter, we're at the end of chapter one. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, been, oh, I miss Wheatley God, already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Yeah. And I hear yeah. uh, J.K. Simmons shows up in a voice as well later on in the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty, actually, you should have already run into him. Oh. Yeah. No, we're, uh, we're still no, pretty chapter early on. one, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have run really? into him yet. I thought like, as they, oh, oh, chapter one is before they even start getting into the, okay. Nope. Yeah. Say no more. <laughs> I, think Say no it's, more. I think it's more probably around six or eight is probably mm-hmm. when that yes. comes in. Shit. Yep. All right. We got yeah. a ways to go then. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, all right, who's, who's got one? Who wants to raise their hand to go next? Because, I mean, I could talk about arcade games next. Mark, I see you in the back of the room. Mark. Uh... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, one of the things Jay touched on is kind of like having that accessibility for online games. I think that helps with the co-op. Mm-hmm. So one game I really wanted to mention was Fortnite, which I know I mentioned last time. But mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a free shooter that you can play with your friends. It's easy to access because it's free. Um, and I've been playing that with my friends like once or twice a week, and that's been a cool way for us to just like hang out. And the game itself, I mean, my friends are like rage quitters, so they get really upset. And <laughs> it's a free game; you kind of get what you pay for. But it's a shooter, so it's a lot of fun, and and <laughs> it's co-op in that you're working. It's literally you're working in a squad. So yeah, you can have a, you can have a little team of like three or four people. Yeah, yeah. So highly recommend Fortnite. Hmm. 
Sir, I noticed you uh, gave a little nod to Joe talking about rage quitting. Is that something he's prone to do? He's really good at it. How does it manifest? Harper is showing indications that she will also be. Yeah. Uh, Harper's oh, no. picked up some of those mannerisms. Yeah, I'm kind of scared about that. When she plays her little handheld Pac-Man game in the car, uh-huh. she'll get through something and she'll be like, I'm just going to turn this off because I'm the worst. (laughs) (laughs) The ghosts are just always killing me and I'm the worst. (laughs) I can picture him saying that poor thing. Yeah, we've got to, we've got to deal with that. Any uh, tossing, (laughs) any hurling of controllers across the room? No, those cost money. (laughs) No, that's where we draw the line. throw controllers, we might chew on them. Oh my gosh. We definitely don't throw them. Guys, so um, um, I can't remember what was going on, but like I was in the other room, I think maybe folding laundry or something, sure? and the kids were playing were in the... Private time. Maybe we were having private time. <laughs> and so I go out into the living room to check on the kids, and James has my PS5 controller, <gasps> and he's like just got like one of the sticks, the right stick in his mouth. No! He's drooling all over the controller. <laughs> I think it's like 85 bucks, isn't it? $70 controller, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what I said to a one-year-old. Like, he understands. I'm like, that's a $70 controller. <laughs> and he just looks up at me and like just drool coming uh, down. No. I was like, oh. <laughs> we'll not be playing co-op anytime soon with uh, the young James, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> He is definitely going to be the the problem child, like the kid that's going to be like eating rocks in the backyard. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. Well, I, I, all right, so we've gone around the room. I feel like uh, I'm neglecting my my beautiful bride here because uh, we've talked about a few games. But anything else on your list, baby, that you wanted to bring up? Or well, I mean, you have one up there that I had, which which is Joust. Um, yes. If we're going back to arcade, because it seems like that's kind of the it's theme, all of arcade with us. Oh, Joust, yes. Uh, so good, man. And I'm I'm only like two years old with this game. Like, I mean, I knew of it. Like, I I, I knew of it, um, but I, I didn't uh, play a lot. And and then. Joel got me into it and, and really fun. Like, um, I mean, it can be frustrating at times, but, uh, you know, we're splitting the screen, so we don't have that problem. Um, <laughs> but, but something that uh, we can do in this game, which you can't do in uh, any of the beat em ups that we've played. Uh, is kill each other, and I think that's kind of oh, the sign. Yeah, we do that a lot of a special type of co-op game where uh, you, you re- it's really kind of a finesse game where you've got mm-hmm. to uh, learn control, and uh, we find ourselves talking a lot and, and uh, making up game plans. Or you get the guy on the top, I'll get the guy on the bottom, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a delicate balance. To make sure, or like uh, chasing the eggs and like, damn it, that was mine. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it really doesn't fucking matter. But like, I want the eggs. I want them all. But but the most satisfying part is um, you'll you'll get like little cooperation bonuses at the end of the levels, and when we see that, we're like, yes, fucking high five because uh, even the game recognizes how awesome we were. Yeah, Those I love couple. that one. Yeah, Joust yeah. is a good one. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, like the first arcade cabinet I ever owned uh, was Mario Brothers, the original That's Mario right. Brothers. I had that in my apartment. Uh, and there was a, I think I played that with each of you, except for Mark, uh, each of you has been, I don't know if Jenna was ever in my old apartment. Um, no. but yeah, like I had that, I think Joel, I played that with you, uh, unfortunately sold that, uh, before I moved out of the apartment, but that was, uh, that was definitely a, a fun co-op game. It's like the original Mario brothers, right? With the, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. little pow yeah. blocks where you can also yeah. kill each other, right? Yep. Well, you yep. could kind of sabotage each other. That's what it is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't jump on Luigi's head, but uh, you can fucking knock a turtle. Uh, yeah. Or, or, or turn him you, over you, right as he's about to kick it, right? If you're, uh, well, that, you, if you're underneath the other character, you could hop him up and like hinder his movement. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Mark of a good co-op game, fucking with the other person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anybody else? We're going to start doing some honorable mentions. There, there's one um, that is kind of a new game on the list. I don't know if any of y'all have, have played it. It's called Stick Fight the Game, which is, I guess technically it's not co-op because it's a fighting game, but it's not really like a fighting game. It's your stick figures, and it's up to, I think, up to four players. And it's basically just kind of a a, a free for all, um, trying to kill each other in the most hilarious ways possible. Basically, oh, like spy versus spy yeah. kind of. Nice, huh? That's kind fun. of, yeah, kind oh, of. Wow, yeah. yeah. What's it called again? Stick fight the game. Stick, Stick fight. fight. Is that a PC only? Uh, I think it's on consoles. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have to look that one up. That sounds fun. I think I saw it on the Switch eShop. I think. Man, oh, they, nice. they got everything. Up again. Mark, you had a, another game there too. Well. Yeah, for sure. I I had um one that I think you would be really interested in, Joel. Oh. So there was a Zelda game that came out a few years ago called Zelda Tri Heroes Adventures or something yeah, like that. Triforce okay. Heroes. Triforce. Yeah. And so basically, what it is is it's a co-op Zelda game. So each of you yep. control a Link, and you're working together to solve these dungeons and fight these bosses. It's mm-hmm. really, really, really good. It was on the 3ds. Yep. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the 3ds. Well, oh, so you each have to have your own 3ds. Yes. And, yeah. No, it has download play. So if if you have one person has the game and the other person has the 3DS. You guys, you can like send them a copy, basically. Oh, that's true. And play together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting, because we both have our own 3DSs yeah. and we both love Zelda. So, yeah. so that might. This is yeah. the old kind of uh, Link to the Past, top-down style yeah, of Zelda. Kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's kind of it's kind of set up more like maps. Like each level is kind of a map that you have to kind of solve the, oh, the puzzle. Interesting. Yeah. We should yeah. check that out, baby. Yeah, I'd be super interested in that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mail you my copy so you guys can play it. All right. Deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Anybody else, Joe? Oh, I've got, I guess, one honorable mention, and it's going to be, it, it may be kind of surprising. There was a, a game that was released on Xbox 360 uh, based on the G.I. Joe movie, The Rise of Cobra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it was a really good co-op game. Uh, if you were a fan of like Contra, uh, two-player running gun, mm-hmm. this was really good. Uh, it, it, it loosely followed the events of the film, um, but the, um, the, the, it, there was a, a, just the right amount of nostalgia. Like there's these, these power-ups that you get as you and your partner are kind of running around shooting Cobra villains and stuff, and you get this power-up that made you invincible for a short amount of time. And while you were invincible, it would play the old G.I. Joe TV show theme song. Nice. Like this, nice. this updated orchestral version of it. Uh, and so that was that was fun. It would get you hyped at just the right moment in the level to kind of keep you interested, to keep you going. Um, you know, it, it, it followed for the most part. It was a bit of a mess, uh, your usual movie adaptation video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for for someone who loved co-op, uh, you, you loved doing just some run and gun action with a friend, this one was a pretty good way to go. Yeah, I, I would say in a in a similar vein to that would be Broforce. Yeah, <laughs> what is that? Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> you got Jetta with the name. Oh, oh like my god! Oh my god! So fun. <laughs> Lowly Islands Broforce. Yeah, like Andy Samberg that comes out on the screen. <laughs> so Broforce again, kind of the same thing. It's it's a run and gun type of game, very similar to like a Contra or something. But the shtick of it is all of the characters are uh, like 80s action hero, like movie action heroes, but they all have bro in the name. So like instead of Rambo, it's Rambro. And then there's there's uh, Command Bro. 
Command uh, Bro. Um, <laughs> but there, there were like eight different Schwarzenegger ones. Like there's the yeah. Terminator. Um, there's uh, one that's based on Jean Claude Van Damme. Like mm-hmm. there, there's so many. The like every action Blade. star. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. And uh, and uh, uh, Mr. T, I think, is in there. Mm-hmm. And and speaking of of Bro- Walker, Texas Ranger, yeah, Brogiver. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so wonderful, so wonderful. Uh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Mark, any honorable mentions? Did we do you already? Uh, you did, but I, I do have a uh, maybe a couple honorable mentions if that's all right. Yeah, I can't yeah. talk. I can't not talk about co-op games without mentioning Snipper Clips, which is on the Switch. Yes. I think it's one of the best co-op games ever made. So basically you're both controlling these little pieces of paper and one, and you have to work together and overlay it with each other and, and then literally snip out pieces on each other to solve puzzles. It's like the most co-op game I've ever played. And I think it's amazing. Yes. So you need, you need two switches then to play. No, No. it's it's like a couch co-op game. So Ah. each of you take the little joy con. Mm. Oh, that's right. And then you can just, kind of rotate your little character and you can jump on each other's head you can not throw them but you can kind of like jump and like throw them i like guess lift yeah. them up yeah yeah, yeah. Up higher to, to get it's into you're, you're basically good. trying to make yourself fit into a certain shape oh. to solve the puzzle mm, sounds the, sexy the thing. yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome yeah it's a lot of fun and it was and like one of the first games though. that was released for it too oh yeah for sure i thought so. i think it's like one of the best uses of the controller too. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo's always good about that, right? Because they always come out with a new mm-hmm. console and there's some sort of gimmick to it. And uh, they'll be the first ones to be like, hey, developers, here's what we meant by putting this feature in our console. Here's here's some of the things <laughs> yep. you can do. Now go play. And of course, about exactly. half of them just end up making first-person shooters and uh, porting over games from other consoles. But uh, yeah. yeah, Nintendo's the best at that. Interesting. That's right. And speaking of Nintendo, I think this will be a good segue into what next week is episode is about mm-hmm. so super mario 3d world yes. comes out next week and it's a co-op mario game that has online multiplayer so yep. theoretically we all could all could play. Play. play mario <laughs> now is, is that a new because we, we have it on the wii u when it was released and you it's, could do four players then but it wasn't four player online at the time was it correct mm-hmm. it's the same game but now it has correct. online and they mm-hmm. added um they an added. extra like Bowser story Bowser motor story. Yeah. Yeah, right. that bar looks cool. Um I'm probably gonna pick it up yeah. just for that alone because you yeah. can't not play a new Mario game, even if it's a mini game and an excuse to buy one that you already yeah. own. Yeah. Right. It's, a, it's a Mario release on there. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> uh, well that is a good segue then, uh to wrap up. Actually, you know what? I have Actually, a couple I have one. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. but you didn't play it with me, but you were supposed to. Um, but it's called Never Alone. <laughs> Oh it's yes, a, a cute that was on indie. my list too. Yeah. yeah, so cute little indie game on PS4 um, and other uh, other consoles. But um, yeah, so there's this like Arctic fox, and it's about the Inupiat um, culture and, and people, and so like visually breathtaking. Yeah. And um, so you've got this like little girl, and her village is destroyed. It's not a spoiler; it happens right away. Um, <laughs> but so like the fox and, and her have to work together. Same kind of thing like Mark was talking about about like boosting up and like um lot is that i mean it's a puzzle platformer so um but uh have to work very strategic together because if one doesn't get across the the ice or whatever then you both die right so um but yeah it's it's super cool game and just beautiful 
Yeah, I saw you playing yeah. it, and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll have to pick it up co-op because uh, I, I got sucked in immediately. Is that one that our niece uh, yeah, recommended like a, to you? <laughs> like our 11, or his 11-year-old niece was like, this is a cool game, and she gives awesome. me a, Yeah, she recommended like Abzu and some other ones too, so uh, highly, yeah. Abzu is another she, good one. She has some good recommendations, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's like, I mean, it's slow and it's like, you know, chill, but, um, it's, it, some of the puzzles have gotten a little tough now and it's challenging. So it's, it's fulfilling for sure. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, baby. Have uh, you played, you played it, Jay? Yes. Yeah. 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 I played it. Uh, it's probably been about three or four years ago now, but yeah, the, the, uh, I, I just remember seeing the art for it yeah. before yeah. even really knowing what it was. And it was just like this is just a beautiful game and mm-hmm. I love the, the, the idea that they, they actually uh, talked to like actual native Inuit yeah. people yeah. to get their stories and to get their, their mm-hmm. kind of lore and things so that they could incorporate it into the game. It's just like, that's just, and it gives cool. you hints into the next scene. So like when you see mm-hmm. somebody talk yep. about, yeah, like an ice formation that moved off, you know, the, the lake and then then the next scene you're and you and the fox are jumping across these different ice blocks and stuff there was one about the uh, aurora borealis right and kind of the Mm -hmm. the lore they had behind it and then yep that's the next level you're playing you're kind of fighting the aurora borealis yeah weird thing to say sounds awesome yeah Yeah. (laughs) good one baby thank you yeah Uh, i have a couple honorable mentions before we uh, wrap up uh can't not talk about co-op games without talking about rampage which another arcade game that one had three controllers uh, Jen and I uh, got pulled into a, a, a Rampage uh, contest with the, the creator. Remember me telling that story? Listen to the editing bay on our Rampage episode where we reviewed the uh, movie but also talked about the video game and how we met the creator. And uh, she got second place and I got first place. A little special place in our heart. And then, and uh, as if three-player, four-player, and six-player weren't enough, uh, if you've been in an arcade in the last five years or so, uh, you may have seen a little indie arcade game called uh, Killer Queen. Are you guys familiar with that one? Yes. Where uh, up to 10 people can play uh, split between two teams of five and each have your own monitor. And, uh, man, it gets like boiler room in there uh, sometimes. Oh, this is like a really competitive game people play. I, I think I have yes. heard of this, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't it kind of like jousting like a little bit? It's, like... it's kind of a mashup it's between... A little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple of old arcade games, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, cult following, and uh, anywhere you see it, you'll see uh, any number of dude bros uh, lining yeah. up to play it. But uh, it's bizarre, lots of dude bros. I don't get it. I don't so get it. Weird. But uh, it's a good yeah. time. Killer Queen, check it out. Yeah. I think. Oh, it, you know I, what? I think we have to mention Left for Dead. If anybody, mm. uh, oh, if people yes. like co, if they like shooters, uh, Left for Dead is a huge co-op game. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, it just popped into my head, and I was like, oh, I should mention that. Those are the the zombie games, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Left for Dead, Left for Dead Two, both fantastic co-op, and in the in the Saints Row games. Oh yes, is that multiplayer? Also, That's a multiplayer yes. game. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and they're they're. Especially the third and the fourth one, they're just hilarious too. I think what's fun about them too is like the side quests are so outrageous yes. that like they're memory builders. You know, you'll always remember like remember that time we dragged that gnome from one end of the map and six hours later to the other end of the map. <laughs> like me and my friends still talk about that like ten years later. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Or are you or you got the the one where you got to rescue the guy out of he, he's in the pony club and if you know anything about the saints row, that means he's a sex slave that uh, he's actually a pony and he's, he's having to 
to carry like a chariot around town and you're you're <laughs> you have this whole car chase scene where he's running and you're in the chariot behind and trying to shoot somebody else that's also running with a chariot and somebody <laughs> shooting at you so what? it's just bizarre and just hilarious sounds like very japanese yeah except it is a, i think it is an american developer is it an american least, developer uh canadian maybe no well they're but, yeah. close enough yep. one right. game that i had on my list was overcooked that i think you guys would really like also oh i oh. was i was gonna mention uh something similar as cook serve and delicious mm-hmm. it's, it's a similar type of game no yeah you control these little characters and you basically work in a restaurant kitchen and you get an order at the top of the screen, and you guys have to work together to make the dishes and, and send them out. Oh, yep. that sounds oh. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. That sounds fun. It does sound fun, except some of these video games are bordering a little too much on like reality. Like, that's a job. Like, that's a, someone's actual <laughs> fucking job that they do. Right. Hey, pay us $25 to do something that somebody gets paid $15 <laughs> an hour to do. Right, right. But it's kind of like a puzzle game where it's like, oh, I have to dice up the tuna, throw it your way. Then you cook the rice, and yeah. it's like me and Tiff sit there trying to figure out like how can we get all three stars on these levels, <laughs> and then we try again, and it's a yeah. lot of fun. You know, and, and in that vein, um, I like those Star Trek um, sim kind of games where you, you get like five or six different people, and everybody's got a different task on the bridge. Somebody's the captain, and somebody's in comms. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of, yeah, I, I still would like to play that on on VR. Sometime. I have. Oh, dude, we beat, we beat the board cube. It was awesome. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, they've, they've sanctioned it now, right? There's a Star Trek-branded version of that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. It's yeah, called Bridge Crew. That's a good yep. one. That's awesome. Wow. I'm going to have to add that to the list, uh, as well as a lot of the other games we talked about on this episode. A lot mm-hmm. of co-op games, a lot of uh, cooperative play in video gaming, and uh, some of my favorite experiences had uh, with, with you, some here in the room, and, uh, of course, my lovely wife, who uh, will probably be playing uh, co-op <laughs> games uh, till the day we die. Right, right? Yeah, I'm ready now. Can we go? You ready to die or ready to play <laughs> games? <laughs> you should clarify. Uh, so, yes, as Mark alluded to earlier, uh, a game on this list was uh, Super Mario World 3D. Uh, having its re-release on Switch next week, or maybe by the time you hear this episode even... Uh, and so I figured it was a good time to, uh, since we're, we're still a, a newish podcast, we can go through all these uh, uh, old topics that uh, people have talked about before. We're going to rehash again because it's 2021, we've got new Mario games, and so next week we're going to be talking about uh, our favorite Super Mario games. Now, I'm limiting it to the, like, the canon Mario games, so we're not talking about you know Mario RPG, we're not talking about Paper Mario <laughs> Nothing, How dare you? Nothing else than Mario. <laughs> dare you. Nothing that Joe might be interested in and or have opinions on. So, just talking so Mario's about Mario's time machine is out of the question. Mario's time machine, <laughs> Mario and Rabbids, Luigi's none of that mansion? shit. We can't talk about Luigi's no mansion. No Luigi's Mansion. No, it's called Luigi's Mansion, not Super Mario Mansion. Uh, but yeah, we've, we, just within that uh, genre, there's plenty of Mario games to talk there about. So uh, Mario we're going to talk yeah. about the last, what, 30, 40 years now, 35 years. 35 years. Of uh, yep. Super Mario games. So tune in next week uh, when who knows who will be on. Uh, but who was on this week was a uh, special guest again, Mark Zamora. Thanks for joining us again. Woo-hoo. You. Talking Thanks about some co-op me. games. Uh, and, of course, our lovely wives, Sarah. Thank you for joining. Yep, you. Aw, a little kiss there. And now I have to do it. Thanks, Jenna. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, thank you, Jenna. For so oh much. She's got the hand. Oh 
Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you, uh, thanks, baby, for uh, joining us, talking some yep, yep. co-op games, and uh, letting me put you on camera for all to see. Yeah, man. And then, of course, we've got our regulars. Jay, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Always, always a pleasure. Joe, Joe, pleasure's all mine. <laughs> wait, wait, that's not how this goes. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll uh, see you next week on another episode of the 16-Bit Gladiators. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.